Hey, good evening, top fan rivalry followers. It is Bill and Jackson. It's Thursday night. So you know what that means. It is time to talk about our top three things that have happened in the world of baseball this week. Jackson, how are you doing? And start us off, my friend. I mean, I'm back from vacation. Uh, so there sorry about last week, guys. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to start us off with some some sad news for, for some a very big fan base. Okay. I learned today that the Yankees had their worst month since 1991 this last August. Who did? The Yankees. Oh, really? Yeah. So their their record was 10 and 18, which is the worst month they had since September 1991. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I did not know that. Yeah. That's so interesting statistical. Yeah. Uh, their divisional lead is shrunk from 15 games all the way down to six. Uh, they play, yeah. they play, I think they play Tampa Bay nine or 10 more times. <laughs> so three times this hey, weekend, Friday, Saturday, three, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah, game on and giddy up, I guess, because how crazy would it be the, the, for the Yankees to have a historic first half and not win the division? Amen. Amen. <laughs> a freaking man. I mean, the um, angels just took two out of three from them. So yeah, they did. They did on the back of Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, but <laughs> I'm so used to getting no disrespect to Angels fans. I'm used to getting text messages from really good friends that are Angel fans. Obviously, I told you that I'm in Orange County. Um, I'm used to getting the text messages from people that are like, "Yeah, Trout hit a home run today," or "Otani hit a home run today," and the Angels still lost. <laughs> it's because those guys can't do it all, right? So yeah, I don't. Good pool. That's why you're called the top fan stats guy, Jackson. Great pool. I saw Great I saw pool. that on I saw that on like a Twitter thread today, and I was like, yeah, interesting. So I am going to start, and I'll stay with the Yankees. I'm going to start with my number one. All rise, Aaron Judge. Fifty-one Jimmy Jacks already this season. He's got what thirty-three games left to play. Um, thirty-three, thirty-two, some somewhere in that ballpark. Um, so he's got a bunch of games still left to play. All rise, Aaron Judge. Um, the interesting thing about this is he's got a shot to break Roger Maris's record. Um, but either way, 51 home runs in a season is still a really good season. So hats off to you, Mr. Aaron Judge. Yeah, I mean, he just keeps hitting balls out of the ballpark. I saw another stat today. I saw a chart. This one's from the, the Reddit MLB thread somebody posted about how he's seeing less fastballs in the zone <laughs> as we get further in the season. I think you'll see it's going to be an interesting chase for, for 60 home runs, uh, even 62. Because, I mean, who, who wants to be the guy that gives it up? You know, nobody. You don't want to be the guy that gives up, especially when your team's playing meaningful baseball games like the Yankees will be down the stretch. So, Exactly, exactly. All right, so what do you got for number two? Number two. How about them Seattle Mariners? The, the red hot, scalding hot Seattle Mariners who are now two games up as the second wild card, I believe. Uh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're behind Tampa Bay or tied with Tampa. They're tied with Tampa Bay. So they're two games up in the wild card. They've been playing out of their minds. Last 60 games, they're 41 and 19, which is the best record in the American League. Like, they're, they're on pace. They're on pace to finish in a playoff spot for the first time since 2001. 
Uh, I've been hearing a lot of buzz from the Mariners fans. I have been able to track down and kind of hear from on social media that, you know, for a lot of these younger fans, it's, this is the first time in their lifetime that the Mariners might make the postseason. They're competitive. I mean, but. they were they were competitive last year, but I mean, their team looks a lot better this year, especially adding Luis Castillo and then bringing up Julio Rodriguez. I think that's just going to be kind of what's going to push them over the line. And I think the Mariners could be dangerous in the postseason because they have a pretty good pitching staff, and their their lineup's not full of slouches. I mean, they have Julio Rodriguez, they got Mitch Haniger. Uh, they got Jesse Winker. Eugenio Suarez, who was terrible with the Reds last year, has been fantastic. This year he's got 25 home runs, 80-something RBIs. So, I mean, those Seattle Mariners. There you go. I like that. I like that. Um, let's stay with another team who's who's still red hot right now. Shut out the Guardians tonight, 3 nothing. How about them Baltimore Orioles? Nobody expected them to be where they are. And I know we're repeating ourselves, but guys, you're, you're expecting it to slow down at some point, right? I mean, they got a bunch of guys on their team that, that most people nationally wouldn't recognize the names. And so, yeah, I'm liking it. I mean, I'm liking it a lot. Baltimore's a lot like Seattle where they have a lot of guys that are sneaky good. I know they got, I can't remember his name. I think his last name's Castro at the back end of that bullpen. He throws like one or two or something like that. I mean, they got Cedric Mullins. They got Gunnar Henderson, who they brought up, <laughs> hit a home run. His helmet falling off for his first major league hit last night. Um, but, you know, Baltimore is going to be a sneaky good team. They have some top prospects that they're pulling up who are just as good as the guys they have on their roster. So it's one of those teams where they're going to have guys ready for the postseason push. And yep. I think – they're they're a scary team in the wild card. If you're if you're Toronto Blue Jays or the Tampa Bay Rays, you're kind of looking in your rearview mirror because you got six to eight games left with the Baltimore Orioles. I think Toronto has ten games left with Baltimore, which is a scary thought for them because Baltimore six and three against Toronto this season. So, I mean, they feel like they're in the driver's seat. Uh, weirdly enough, I mean they're probably right. I probably put them behind Seattle to finish in that second wild card spot. But, yeah, very exciting young team. And, I mean, Baltimore's got the classic uniforms. I love the orange. So, yeah, great ballpark. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. I, I'm, i you know, I would love to – it's good for baseball when the Yankees and Red Sox are in it, right, because that's kind of what the MLB has pushed on us over the last 30 years, right? But I got to tell you, I'm kind of a closet Orioles fan because nobody expected them to do anything but maybe play 500 ball this season. And now we're talking in the month of September about them being a wild card team. That's huge. Huge. Yeah. I, I saw something crazy that uh, with their win last night that they passed the 67 win threshold, which is what they ran a bunch of simulations before the season, which is the highest win total that any of the projections gave them on average, which is crazy. <laughs> beep, beep, nuts, right? Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, okay, what do you got number three? Number three, I was going back and forth on, on this, but I'm going to talk about another team in the American League. <laughs> it's kind of my theme for tonight. But how about the, Cle- the Cleveland Guardians? I mean, we talked about them a couple weeks ago, um, and they're still hanging in there. They're hanging on the first place. They got a two, three-game lead, was a, a game and a half over Minnesota. I mean, 
just hats off to the, the front office staff there, you know, being able to put together a competitive team on a budget. I think their payroll budget's less than $40 million this year, which is mm-hmm. in, in a world of LA Dodgers and Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees, you know, these $200 million payrolls, it's just astonishing to see a team win a division and probably be the guardians look, they have a good team. They have a good balance team. They have a hall of hall of fame manager, Terry Francona. So it's another team to watch, you know, September started. So MLB is going to start pushing the the push for the playoffs. And I, you know, I'm all for it. Every game counts now. I mean, yep. they count they count the same as they did in April, but you know, they feel like they count like count for more now. So I was just on a live with somebody and they were, they were talking about how important this series they were trying to make this Dodger Padres series out to be important. And I said, well, every game's important. Like you said, right. Every game's important. I said, but when you have an 18 game lead, we could lose two out of three. The Dodgers could lose two out of three and only lose three games on the calendar for the Padres, but only lose one and only be, you know, down 17 or up 17. So in some facets, you know, you're kind of running away with it. The Astros, the Dodgers, things like that. But like you said, the Orioles and and a number of other people are just clawing their way through the Guardians, right? The Guardians got hot when the Twins got cold, which was huge, which was huge. And that's how it played itself out. Yeah. I mean, so looking at it, I think their salary to start the year was under $40 million, But so it looks like they're going to project for like $66 million. Yeah. And a third of that is Jose Ramirez. <laughs> There you go. So 25 other go. players making about 40 million. Just absolutely bonkers. Speaking of uh, speaking of cash, if you've got an extra 2.2 billion laying around, Jackson, I'll take it from me off your hands. I'll buy the angels and I'll put you in an executive position. Okay. But just send it over later. I'll give you my bank account. Just send the 2.2 billion over. Yeah. My, my only stipend is that, uh, that you're, you're the guy that sits in the office and I point at you and you say he gets on base. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. So I'm going to put a twist on the number three, on the number three for me tonight. And I, I want to have a kind of a five minute conversation or less on this, but I want to get your thoughts. Okay. If you were a voting member right now for the MVP, is it Shohei Otani or is it all rise Aaron judge? Uh, I think it it has to be Aaron judge. Now, I'm going to preface this. I love Shohei Otani as an individual, as a baseball player. I think he's great. But I just think with how the Yankees have played this year, I think Aaron Judge is probably the more valuable player. I know it's the most league valuable player, but we got to compare it to relative to your team also, I think. Um, I think Aaron Judge is definitely deserving it, especially if he hits 60 home runs, because when's the last time somebody hit 60 home runs? The The early 2000s? I mean, all those guys were on roids. So, right. um, So, for Aaron Judge to reach the 60 home run plateau, especially with some of the questionable lineups the Yankees have put out there, some of the guys in that lineup are, you know, not a lot of protection, especially with Stanton Hurt for chunks of the year. I think you have to give it to Aaron Judge. But that's not a knock on Shohei Otani because he's probably better than he was last year, which is kind of ridiculous to say. His pitching has been a lot better than it was last year. And his, yeah. his hitting's gone down a tick, but he's still he's still got 30 home runs. He had his 30th home run uh, last night. Right. So, I mean, it's going to be close. I would probably vote Aaron Judge, but I could see voting Shohei Otani. I wouldn't be mad at if he did. Okay. 
I, you know, it's funny. I actually got, um, I actually had a conversation on Instagram with somebody that's an angels fan. Um, and they said, they posted a video of Shohei and said, here's your 2022, um, MVP, American league MVP. And I said, well, hold on a second. Cause my argument with the, the same as yours is if the guy hits 60 home runs, that happens once, you know, again, taking, taking the roids into account, you had Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire that did it in 98. You had Barry Bonds that did it in the early two thousands prior to 1998. It wasn't done since 1961. Right. So it was 37 years before anybody could touch that. Um, and he's getting on base. He's got a decent, um, he's got decent walk numbers. Uh, he's got a decent on base percentage. He's got a decent batting average. He's not, he's not batting 214 with 51 home runs. I mean, I believe he's batting 260, 270. Uh, that's not to take anything away from Shohei, but Shohei is also carrying a team. And so if Shohei ends up with back problems, it's because he's been carrying the Angels the entire season. Right. And so you can make an argument either one deserves it, so to speak. I think ultimately, though, I give Darren Judge. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. And there's only been eight 60 home run seasons in the history of MLB. Yeah. Funnily, funnily enough, Sammy Sosa has three of them. 1999, yeah. 98, he, 99, 2001. And he didn't ever use steroids, right? Or a corked bat, anything like yeah. that. No. Chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, Jackson. What did we miss tonight? Did we get? A, uh, did we get everything? I mean, mid mid podcast here. Spencer Strider just set the Atlanta Braves record for strikeouts in a game by striking out his 16th batter in the eighth inning on a 100 on a just absolutely nasty slider. Look at uh, that! With the strand runners on first and third in <laughs> a three zero game, Snicker left him out there to go for the record. He just picked up his 16th strikeout. So congratulations to Spencer Strider. Beer the mustache for for all you YouTube viewers. When this makes it onto YouTube, this is what they hand out at Braves games and Strider pitches. They give you a free mustache. So, you yes, know, every, everybody run out and get your free mustache. We promise that it's uh, it's totally healthy. Um, cool, uh, Jackson. I think we nailed it today. Um, for those of you top fan rivalry followers, um, don't forget you can use the code Jackson uh, when you go into the team store. You can get any type of merchandise you want. Jackson, what's that code again? What did I just say? I think it was code Jackson. Code Jackson, right? I mean, if you ever forget it, just remember the guy that usually talks too much on the podcast is on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that Jackson guy. It's that Jackson guy. It's that Jackson guy. Um, and then you've heard me say this before, but for those of you that, that want exclusive content, there's going to be another program that's going to be starting as well as exclusive content in the offseason and all throughout next season on Locals.com. You can sign up for Locals. Locals is very similar to any other social media. You can sign up on it for free. Follow Top Fan Rivalry. And when you do that, you have three choices. Either you can follow it for free, okay, and you'll get you'll have access to some of the content. You can spend $3 a month, and we'll send you a cute little Top Fan Rivalry cozy. Um, and then, or you can spend $5 a month uh, for a year, and you're going to get a free T-shirt, a Top Fan Rivalry T-shirt, which Jackson owns already. Um, and you can get that and then you'll have access to all the content that you want. That'll be behind there. I promise you as, as baseball purist, you're not going to want to miss that. It's not a sales thing. It's a reality thing. So Jackson, what do you think? Should they go on to locals.com and sign up or what do you think? Yeah. I mean, 
I just heard about it too, guys. So I'm going to sign up <laughs> probably right after this. So there sign you up, go. you know, get in, get on the discussion. Tell us our takes are bad. You know, we'll have some We're okay with discussions that. in the offseason. You know, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready for someone to tell me I'm wrong and have the stats to back it up. I'm, I'm always open to that. So there you go. I love it. I love it. Maybe we'll have a stat. We'll have a stats um, live on locals when the season's over um, with you and a couple other guys. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. F- favorite stats. Favorite what stats. There you go. There you go. All right. Tom Fan Rivalry followers, thank you for listening. Jackson, as always, you're the man. I want to grow up and be as good as you. My only um, issue with that, Jackson, is I'm not overly confident that I'm going to ever grow up. So that could be a problem. Um, you, you and me both. There you go. I appreciate you, my friend. We'll talk next week. All right. All right.